When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Red Valley is intended for mature audiences and contains scenes some listeners may find distressing. Please go to redvalleypod.com for full content warnings on every episode. Do you want to continue? Aubrey Wood, log number 58. The infusions have begun in earnest now. Uh, Yogi and Pooh aren't feeling too chipper. Yogi's only been out of the Medibay for 48 hours as it is. I'm confident he'll be back in again by tonight. Pooh's problems are as much down to his attitude as anything else. He ripped out his IV this morning and wouldn't eat. He'd be forgiven for thinking he doesn't want to be here. All the others seem fine, responding well. Not enough time's passed to observe any particular cause for these two reactions compared to the others. And honestly, not a big enough pool to draw any worthwhile conclusions anyway. Maybe it's because we didn't give the other guys such stupid names. did the other guys get? Uh, brown, black, grizzly, and polar. She's right, they are less stupid. Indeed. How much more is there? Um, I haven't listened to it all, but not a great deal. Uh, tape's mostly blank. Maybe they were for dictation? Someone transcribes the log and then wipes the tape? Maybe they used a different tape for each log, no matter how short it was. Maybe she just lost it. Maybe it was taken. Or maybe it was taken. <laughs> This is exciting. So, what is it? Some animal testing thing? That might explain why it's a big secret. Can't pull shampoo in a rabbit's eyes these days. You sound sad about that. Well, you know how brittle my hair is. I need good shampoo. <laughs> Have you spoken to Doug about this? Do you think he'd be okay with you following some eco-warrior who's sending what I assume is confidential material to your home address? I haven't mentioned it yet. Because this guy Gordon told you not to? No, because it's... 20 past 7 in the morning and I'm scrubbing fish skin off a frying pan. I'll speak to him about it later. Gordon's just an old fruit. The whole company is crawling with this kind of guy. Little mole men who never see daylight and want to be in the X-Files. Do you want to be in the X-Files? 
Are you kidding? I'm fucking married to an X-File. <laughs> Dr. Thomas wants to keep going with the dietary supplements. I'm, well, I'm less inclined to continue just because they taste so bad. And none of them are enjoying it. And like I said, Pooh is just refusing now. Even when I gave him something he liked instead, he wouldn't touch it. Dr. Thomas thinks it'll help the infusion process along and, I, I don't know, maybe it would. It shouldn't be necessary, though. And if we don't stick to the regimen we laid out, then how are we going to prove the infusion's efficacy? I suppose we're both coming from a place of compassion. I want to keep their spirits up and send them in with as positive a state of mind as we can. Ben wants to give them the best physiological shot possible. Bryony will decide. That's uh, £4.20, please. £4.20? How's that? It's, it's normally three-something. Um, vegetables are 50p per serving, so that's a pound, and chips are one pound a serving, so that's three pounds. How's that three pounds? That's two servings of chips. That's one serving of chips. A and the pie is uh, £1.20. But that's only one serving of chips. Well, it's two, sir. <laughs> How many chips quantifies a serving? Is, is there a specific number? No, I'll take £4. What? So, so the price is negotiable now? Is the chip count negotiable too? Sir. Hello. Hi. I'm sorry, this is my desk. Oh, Warren. Hi, I'm Gemma. Hi, hi. Um, so is there like something wrong with your desk or...? Oh, no. The, uh, the hot desking starts today. Oh, what hot desking? It was in the email. From Doug. I haven't seen that email. Awkward. <laughs> I've taken your desk. Yeah, um... I, I don't know where to sit now. That they're, they're all taken, aren't they? Hmm. Well, I assumed you were meant to be on the road all day. <laughs> That's why there's nothing free. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, okay, cool. Um, it, it's fine, it's fine. If, I mean, if it's just today... Oh, no, it's every Thursday. Oh, what? It's every Thursday. Because of Neil and Doug. Sorry. You should check the email. I will, I will. Hello? Did you listen to it? Hello? Did you listen to the tape? Gordon. No, I'm the other guy you met yesterday who put his balls on the line sending recordings of highly sensitive material to your house. Uh, of course, of course. Is this a bad time? You seem to have a big boy voice on. No, no, now it's fine. Did you listen to it? Yes, I listened to it. And? It's really interesting, yes. <laughs> interesting? Yeah. I'm going to be in the car park of the North Building at 7pm tonight. I've got a gold colour Vauxhall Astra. Well, I mean, it's more coppery, but I like to say it's gold. I call it the golden bullet. It doesn't go very fast. Thanks for telling me that, but I don't... Yeah, meet me in the car. But I recommend you get to the end of the tape first, as you obviously haven't. Then we can discuss how interesting it is. I, I actually have a lot of other things that I need to... Mother...
so yeah, it's good. This guy seems to have some background on the whole thing, so yeah. Seems to? Yeah, he says he used to work for the Seed Vault in some capacity. I think he may have been let go, to be honest. He seems quite bitter about the whole thing. Well, it would be useful to find someone who was involved with the project at a managerial level. These guys, they rename, repurpose, restart these things all the time. If it wins in their slice of the budget, they'll do whatever they have to to stay in business. Yeah, of course. Um, I will. This guy's just... He's interesting. I thought it'd be good to get to know as much about... Well, you know, whatever this is before I went in all guns blazing. All guns blazing? Yeah. Did you speak to Clive Schill yet? Uh, no. I've tried him. I haven't had a response back. I heard he's the man of the hour in R&D. I'm sure he'd be able to help. I'm sure he can. Yeah, I just want to work this guy, Gordon. I I, I like to be thorough. Uh, don't worry. I'm not worried, buddy. Just keep me posted, all right? And ask for help when you need it, okay? That's what I'm here for. You got it. Oh, Doug. Yeah? Uh, have I lost my desk on Thursdays? Yeah. Gemma needs it while Neil's restructuring. Can you saw the email? Of course. Uh, of course. I, I think I must have got the date wrong or something. Right. Not to worry. I'll, I'll be on the road anyway. Okay, then. Okay, uh, I'll let you go. And, Doug, thank you again. <laughs> Don't be soft. Sure thing. Find the money! <laughs> <laughs> It's 3.43am. Yogi is dead. He was back in the Medibay for a few hours and we'd ceased the infusion six, uh, no, no, seven hours ago. But he arrested just after midnight. Brian and Ben were already there. I arrived as soon as I heard the alarm. We did everything right, everything we could, but we couldn't get him back. I'm going to sleep. Dr. Thomas, Dr. Halbeck and I all concur that Yogi died of a massive hypercoagulation event. If he had had a single embolism, maybe he would have survived the arrest and we could have... There was no way we could have stopped it happening. Yogi had no genetic disposition that would invite this kind of scenario, or he never would have made it onto the programme, so it must have been a reaction to the cryoprotectant. Yogi was on the Alpha course with Pooh and Brown, so we've paused their infusions while Bryony recalibrates. This still isn't going to bump the schedule, apparently. Teddy Bear's picnic goes live on Monday, and I have never felt stupider using that code name than I do this morning. If I could just take the account number, I can help you with that, sir. I gave you that just now. I don't think you did. Well, not you. The robot person asked me to type it in before it got put through to you. Uh, that's your policy number, not your account number. Well, how is that different? Your policy number is for your individual policy. The account refers to your department accounts. You want a number for the account for accounts? Yes. Look, I don't have that number, I just have the letter you sent, which tells me you're lowering my pension contribution when I requested that I increase it. Yes, and with the account number, I can access all your policy information and see where we are. If you need the account number to see my policy information, then what is the point of a policy number? Sir. Um, just the curry and the yoghurt, thanks. Um, could you lift the poppadom, please? Sorry? Can I see under the poppadom? What do you think is under the poppadom? like to check, please. It's curry. There's curry under the poppadong. Uh, will you just lift it? No. 
I, I'm going to draw the line. I, I'm not going to lift the poppadom. Sir, there's um, there's a line. I, I can't charge until I've seen your items, and I need to confirm what is underneath the poppadom. There are five chips under the poppadom. Um, sorry, I couldn't quite hear that. There are five chips under the poppadom. Well, that's not the pound, isn't it? It sure is. Oh, thank you. No, thank you. Have a great day. No, you have a great day. I will try. Swell. Namaste. No, 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 no. If you want to talk about anything like crop storage, anything in the agric sector, you need to go back to before Overhead acquired all those patents. You need to go back to Wheelhouse. Wheelhouse? Wheelhouse. That was the company that owned all the farming contracts. They had satellite operations around the country, around the world. When we absorbed Wheelhouse, we took all those over. Right. Overhead doesn't just buy patents, man. We buy every other company that buys patents. We own ideas, that's the point. Yeah, yeah, uh, I get it. Yeah, you do. Doug told me you were the next big thing. <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't know about that. Uh, Clive, do, do you know anything about uh, cryonic storage? Hmm? You mean cryogenics? No, that's actually the study of... Like, I can't remember actually. A anything cryo-y, really? No, we own a bunch of patents for like athletic treatments, like cryosaunas for rich footballers, Olympians and shit like that, I don't know. What's that got to do with your seed vault thing? Well, if it was a vault for storing crops, they'd, they'd have to be frozen, wouldn't they? No, oh, yeah, that makes sense. So you don't? Know what? Know anyone, any any teams that, that, that work in uh, cryo stuff? Clive? Yeah. Everything all right? Yeah, man. Look, I've got a bounce. Good talking with you. Doug was right. You're the next big thing. Let's get a drink or something soon. Um, yeah, I yeah, cool. Um, Peace. Hmm, okay. I just got in. Aren't you recording this anyway? <laughs> of course I am, but you need a copy for your own records. Can't I just have a copy of yours? Now you're being ridiculous. There, done. Continue. How did you enjoy the tape? Some horrible things happening to some things with code names that are all bears for some reason. Some things? So you're saying they're people, Yogi and Pooh and Brown Bear and whoever. <laughs> well, if they were bears, they wouldn't be very good code names. <laughs> I guess not. Kind of weird though, isn't it? Wood talking about compassion, about doing what's right. But she doesn't treat them like people. Hmm? They might as well be animals. Pumping them up with their synthetic shit and sending them to their doom. What are these infusions though? What's she giving them? I don't know exactly, but... We're past the nutritional boosting phase, the training, the fitness, the aptitude test, the gene studies. We're getting to the real ham of this sandwich, Warren. These are cryoprotectant infusions. But what is that? Getting your subjects in the best shape of their lives is only the first part. You want someone to survive the greatest endurance test humankind has ever known. You're going to want to make sure they are ripped like Jesus before they go through it. But none of that matters if you freeze them so fucking hard, ice crystals form all over their body and they end up shredded in the more traditional sense of the word. Then you'll basically just be defrosting a big red slush puppy. So, 
and you gradually swap out their regular blood for a synthetic that doesn't just do all your regular blood jobs, but is also crammed with lots of goodies derived from all kinds of crazy shit. Crazy shit infusions. Look, I, I wasn't there, and I'm not a cryoologist, but the company's been trying to develop and refine life-extending drugs for years. If you want to follow the money, there is an R&D black fucking hole in this company when it comes to human longevity projects. They're taking DNA from amphibians. Those little frogs who get frozen in lakes all winter and survive to see the spring. Cold climate insects, there's the uh, uh, rotten egg gas. What? Um, hydrogen sulfide, they, they use that as a fucking chemical weapon in World War One. Terrifically dangerous, but apparently... It's loaded with all this crap that protects your arteries and whatever. The stuff in red wine that's meant to be good for you. Fucking olive oil, who knows? Anyway, they fill their boys, Yogi and Boo Boo and whoever, with bags of this stuff. Teddy bears fucking picnic indeed. So they're as ready as they'll ever be when they go in the freezer. That's why they're all named after bears, man. They're going into hibernation. So, I have a lot of questions. Are they all about accounting? Not exclusively. Oh, come on, man! I'm talking to you about illegal experimentation into human cryonic preservation. If I could show you the receipts, I would, but this is what I have. You have to concede that what this is, is two men sat in the rain in a 1998 Vauxhall Astra. I get it. Okay, I get it. You need more. I'm doing this as gradually as I can, because if I showed you the whole jigsaw, your head would pop off your skinny fucking shoulders. Here is your next puzzle piece. Another tape. Another tape. Uh, this one's not going to fit in my dictaphone. No, it won't, Mr. Godby, but luckily you're sitting in a 1998 Vauxhall Astra. What it lacks in air conditioning, it makes up for in a top-notch cassette player. Red Valley was written by Jonathan Williams and directed by Alan Mandel and Jonathan Williams. All recording, editing, music and sound design by Richard Campbell at Orpheus Studio London with Carol Pestridge as creative consultant. Performances by Jonathan Williams, Alan Mandel, May Cunningham, John Cook Lynch, Alexander Broad, Hadley Smith, Sophie Wilson and Tash Reith Banks. For more information and content, you can find us on social media at Red Valley Pod. If you like what you heard, please rate, review and subscribe. Thanks so much for listening. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Podcasting, this is Roger Bergato Fisher, communications, something, Moonbase, wherever. You guys can sort out the next thing. I need to get the rover checked and loaded. Jung? On it, boss. Excuse me? If communication still makes a difference at this point in the plot, if we can keep this base or this moon together long enough to be a thing. I changed my direction. I worked my way down. I took those scraps, the bits they'd forgotten about or thrown away, and I built my own place. 
still inside, but within the shadows. All my thoughts, my hopes, all of my heart is on a makeshift rocket hurtling towards us with the most precious of cargo. We'll definitely deserve a celebration. Not like yours. You and your boy down there? I hope he's got a private room waiting. It'll be enough to be close again. Ah, meu amado. When I have Alex back in my arms, maybe then I can think about resistance. We've kept the corporations at arm's length longer than most. Well, whatever you're building, here or wherever, I'm in. Any way we can help. It feels like we're approaching the closing stage of this journey. The final stop. But either way, it's been one hell of a story. And either way, it ends with Alex. Moonbase Theta Out, the final season. Broadcasting on your podcast feeds starting August 14th. For early access, join us at patreon.com slash monkeymanproductions. Moonbase Theta Out.